Marry everything, Michelle. <laughs> yes, marry everything, Josh. <laughs> it is uh, Thanksgiving when this podcast airs, and uh, I'm grateful for you. I'm sure you have much to be grateful for in your life this year. Yeah, I'm grateful for you also. Grateful for a lot of things. I'm very grateful for your sweet little girl. I am too. It makes <laughs> I'm a it, big fan of hers. <laughs> yeah, kids help us remember the purpose for the holidays. I, I think we're so quick to mm-hmm. sacrifice the meaning of them for ourselves. Right. But it's great when you know, not only you want to provide a great holiday for your child, but it helps you get into the holiday spirit. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I thought you had a great topic for today. Yeah, I thought maybe we could talk about how to make the holidays sacred. I love it. Uh, Me too. <laughs> because, the, you know, every day is sacred, but the holidays, yes, they're religious, and yes, they're, you know, mark different times of the year, but they should all help us mm-hmm. to um, integrate the sacred in our lives in a real powerful way that hopefully doesn't just last uh, for the holiday, but on and on in the days and months to come. Yes, you gave a great talk recently about honoring the Sabbath, and it just seems to me like the temptation gets even higher during this time of year to get busier, to do more, to be thinking of all the things you've got to get done, everything that's the antithesis of what you were inviting us to do about slowing down and being present. So I think it's a great time to practice. You could just give your whole talk again today in our podcast there, if you there like. There we go. Well, I need it. You know, and <laughs> so I'm sure we I. find that in ministry <laughs> that, that I need most of that. But, you know, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> what uh, sacred rituals do you practice to help make it holy? Well, of course, my rituals for Thanksgiving include something silly. So a number of years ago here at Mile High Church, our store was selling this little turkey that has these uh, turkey feathers that are writable. And so we set that turkey out on Thanksgiving, and whoever comes to our home gets to write on the turkey feather so that by the time the day is complete, we've got a full turkey, even though we've eaten the turkey. And it just it's really wonderful. A lot of people come back again, repeat business, and so they, they look at what they wrote last year because we don't erase them until uh, you know somebody erases it to rewrite something. And so it's really a, a wonderful, sacred thing to build a little turkey as a community when you're having a dinner and uh, just enjoy that time. Oh. I love that. It's not totally dissimilar, but my wife has a tradition that we do at Thanksgiving dinner, whatever it looks like, where she pulls out a box and in it is a letter we've each written to um, the the year before about what we want to be grateful for in the upcoming uh, year. Oh, that's a great idea. It's great. And so you read what you wrote last year, and then you get to write the letter for next year, and it goes sealed away in the box. Um, If I'm a guest somewhere, and it's so funny, you know this about me, I have an aversion to food blessings. Yes. There's something about a food blessing that can be so superficial and insincere, and you're doing it just because you're supposed to. Mm. And it must be the rebel in me. I just don't like doing (laughs) it. I like a really conscious, meaningful food blessing, so Mm -hmm. I avoid them. But one of my favorite things to do if I'm asked to do a blessing is I just say, hey, um, each person at the table, say something you admire about the person on your left. That's a great idea. And it's a very simple activity. Uh, Nice things are said. And then when you're done, it's kind of not just a prayer, but it's a blessing and everyone Mm -hmm. feels a bit better. And so that's something that that I would suggest to folks out there. It's very uh, connecting, I think. It sounds very connecting. It is connecting. And, uh, you know, Thanksgiving is about giving giving thanks for one another. Mm -hmm. And I think because of 
you know, the unfortunate part of the holidays is the superficial, yeah. you know, market nature of it. It cuts through that a little bit and says, you know, I really do want to let you know that mm-hmm. you are important to me mm-hmm. and that I'm grateful for you. And so it's a kind of a nonchalant way of kind of doing that. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving up to Christmas, mm-hmm. um, you know, beforehand or on the day itself, it, it, are there sacred rituals that you like to engage in? Well, I always feel like December is a, a, a very uh, charged time for me for a lot of reasons. Uh, my birthday falls in December, and so um, some people don't like that who have December birthdays, but I love it because I, I... I want to talk to you yeah, about that. I, I just, love we need to celebrating birthday. my birthday. Yeah, really, we need to change your birthday. I love celebrating my birthday. So it feels like from Thanksgiving to the end of the year is this opportunity for me to really uh, experience the heart of the holidays. That's what makes it sacred for me. It's going deeper than the the surface, uh, as you mentioned, the commercialism and all the stuff, even though I love getting just the right gift for the people I love and I love all the stuff that comes with that. I love the lights. Um, I love the trees that are all lit up. I love the snow. I love all the services that we do here at Mile High and that we do in our teaching. I love Hanukkah. I love all the stuff that makes the light. It's it's very symbolic to me that that we've uh, chosen all these holidays, and we really have chosen them, I think, at the end of the year uh, in this hemisphere when it's so dark and we're trying so hard to bring light. So for me, the light is all about uh, finding ways to honor these traditions with light, birthday candles, Hanukkah candles, lights on my tree, lights on my house, lights in my yard. Lights in your hair. Lights in my hair everywhere (laughs) I can, just to remind me that at the darkest times of life, the light still exists. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and I do. I mean, I was joking about the hair, although I, I'm sure it's happened before, but I do yeah. notice that about you is that you bring the light for Christmas. And did I not see a social media post where you said you had watched your first Christmas Hallmark movie? Oh, I've been watching them since July, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. They do Christmas in July on Hallmark. And so oh I recorded a whole bunch of them. And so whenever I can, I just watch one. I love those. And they, they also... John Stamos <laughs> is alone this it's Christmas. It's funny. It's not even the romance, even though I, I love the romance. It's, it is absolutely the decor. They go all out and light things up in these little quaint towns with hot chocolate and all that stuff. The so, youngest yeah. son on Who's the Boss is yes. alone this Christmas. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm just... Josh, I'm sorry. I could not get my work done at Mile High Church because I was watching Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> Oops. No, well, I need to engage. That, that is my commitment this year to, mm-hmm. to watch that. I know we have a lot of uh, films. I mean, that's yes. a great thing. And with you know Nancy June to you know rediscover childhood oh, and the meaning gosh. of these great films. So I love mm-hmm. Mickey's Christmas Carol, yes. The Peanuts Christmas, uh, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer mm-hmm. with the Island of Misfit Toys. And uh, we both share a favorite film. Yep. And it's a wonderful life. So that yep. has to get in there Absolutely. somewhere too. We both watch that every year. And the musical Scrooge oh. is amazing. Uh, produced by the BBC. It's just by, with Albert Finney. Okay. <gasps> have to watch it. Every I have year. to do that again. Yeah. It is, my second choice is always the Bill Murray Scrooge. Of course. To, yes. 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 In, in the taxi cab. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my holiday tradition, which is somewhat unique, and it celebrates the golden thread in religious science, but I call it um, the Buddhist present. Mm, and tell me about it. 
you know, St. Nicholas mm-hmm. comes from the Dutch tradition. And it's one of those things with the golden thread, and, and Joseph Campbell talked about this, is that you can have um, very similar myths show up in different cultures yes. that seem totally unrelated. Right. And you know, you know what we often call the fat Buddha mm-hmm. in the restaurant whose belly we rub mm-hmm. is sometimes called a hotai or putai. Right. And putai, you'll notice, and a lot of times he's got a sack. Yes, he does. That's true. He's got a that sack behind true. his back. And wow. part of the myth is that um, Bodai, Putai, whatever we want to call him, um, goes from home to home. And this is the way that I like to tell the myth. And he takes things away from the adults, things that they've thrown away. Um, we could see it as trash, but more significantly, I like to think it in things that they um, no longer have the capacity to appreciate. Mm. And he takes the trash, he takes the junk, and he gives it to the children mm. who appreciate and then play with it. Oh. And so I like to come up each year with what I would call the Buddhist present. And it's something that I really value in my life that means something to me that perhaps I'm not appreciating fully. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be a journal that I wrote in that I give to my son. Mm-hmm. It could be uh, uh, my five favorite records that mm-hmm. I give to my son. Mm-hmm. It, it could be a, a book that I've worn out and uh, highlighted a hundred times that I give to a ministerial student here mm-hmm. at church. And there's something really significant and um, about doing that. I mean, yes, I want to buy and spend money on presents like everybody else, but how cool is that to That's receive from cool. someone um, that Buddhist present, something mm-hmm meaningful to you that you want to pass on to them. And so that's a sacred tradition that I invite everyone into uh, this Christmas. And it, and guess what? It doesn't cost a dime. And I bet you it will be the most meaningful mm-hmm. gift mm-hmm. your loved one receives this year. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. As long as Gavin isn't hoping it's your car. Well, yes. He, he, he'll take a Buddhist <laughs> present and he'd like $300. He'd like car. Yeah, right. Yeah, $100 but bills I think that is it. a beautiful, beautiful tradition. Thank you for sharing that with us. I bet a lot of people would benefit from doing that. Thank you. Yeah, and you know, not mm-hmm. backtracking to uh, Thanksgiving, but something else you and I share in common is we both got married that's on right. Thanksgiving. That's right, And so that's, uh-huh. it's kind of cool that we have those yeah. extra rituals. So happy anniversary to happy you. Happy anniversary to uh, you too. New Year's. We'll end with New Year's. Yes, yes. I... Um, I will admit that I don't do a heck of a lot on New Year's other than just celebrate the passing of time. I really love that you're doing your your New Year's. I kick ass and yeah, take names I on know New Year's you Day. Do. <laughs> you really do. And I should show up for that probably and try it. But I just sort of I feel like um I could do better at that because after all that we've been doing for the holidays, I sort of feel like New Year's falls into that category of I'm resting. I'm resting and rejuvenating to get started for the new year. So that's really my biggest ri- ritual is taking a lot of rest that and, week after Christmas. And I you know? I love that and honor mm-hmm. that. And you you are doing something. You're waking up at five in the morning I am. on that's the 31st true. to do that dreadful world peace. No, I'm just kidding. That incredible. If the world got more sleep, Michelle, then we would, we would have more peace. No, that I'm just is, kidding. It's that, a beautiful online meditation. That is my one thing. And it mm-hmm. expresses what you're saying is that it's a day to be peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> it's a day to be at rest. And uh, what I like to do is just, you know, it's a seize the day thing for yes. me on New Year's Day is that, um, you know, no matter what the year has been, this what what an opportunity on New Year's Day, um, whether you're reflecting and just being in the moment or saying, I want to envision my whole year mm-hmm. and really dig deep to say, what am I going to, what am I going to bring forth to, li- to live this? And so my practice is an intention setting and yes. it's cool. We go, we both get to 
to share our practices with the church in unique right. ways. And mm-hmm. so mine is, you know, I invite you to come in person or watch online. And it's not about um, just, you know, outlining everything in our lives. Mm-hmm. It's about just setting clear, prayerful intentions. And for me, a year lived prayerfully, no matter how things turn out, is a year um, that was worthwhile. Great. And what time does that start on New Year's Day? I think it starts at 10 a.m. So, you know, the Bloody Marys will be out. <laughs> uh, or well, just then stay maybe up. I will show up for that, <laughs> yeah. after all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but but it is. It's a great way to start the yes, to start the year. It sure is. Wow. Uh, well, you know, again, we uh, would be amiss if we didn't mention candlelight. Yes, I think uh, people sometimes uh, share how important that tradition is to them, and people who've never experienced it, um, I hope will will join us. I, I, what's the most sacred moment for you in that service when we do those candlelight services on the twenty third and twenty fourth of December? Uh, it's different every year, but every year except the first one, um, I've had Nancy somewhere in there. Yeah, and so there's that's always true. a time where I get to see Nancy mm-hmm. seeing everyone and everything else, you mm-hmm. know. And so, you know, last year I had her was able to bring her on the stage during the candle lighting, right. and that's a really precious piece. But even that, you know, you and I are so busy in that time. There's something about watching the people come in uh, at the yes. beginning and yes. just doing that. That's just kind of a fun energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely the candle lighting itself and then just you know knowing there's always certain times in the service where you know you and I have put together the script for it and there's something profound that said that maybe mm-hmm. isn't easy to catch but I know someone's listening and right. it's always really cool to get that out there so that's a bunch of answers how yeah. about for you I I think it has always been um, most of my life that I've been coming here the moment uh, to see that room light up and we are very uh, privileged that we get to be up on the platform looking out at the room lighting up this dark dark room again light for me this dark room that just slowly as people pass the light there's something also very sacred to me about everyone helping each other to light their candle so that we can all light the space together and that's really reflective to me of what we're being called to do in life right now is to just help each other keep the light burning because it's really easy to let that candle appear to be blown out with all that goes on. And it's just this very sacred, elegant turning to someone and just passing the light to them. And that is very important to me. I, I love that because it's not just a warm and fuzzy service. No, it's a call to action. It and is. it is a an experience to me, an experience of of if not God, of, of real humanity. Absolutely. Uh, you know, one, four, and seven. One, four, seven. <laughs> on the 23rd and 24th. Yes. And so, um, you know, whoever's listening, I just bless you this holiday season with the gift of knowing that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whether you experience this holiday in solitude uh, with people you love and maybe a scattering of people that you don't love, <laughs> I just hope and pray for you for, for sacred moments to realize the value of not only life itself, but of your part in it. Have a wonderful sacred holiday season. Marry everything. <laughs>